Welcome to Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North builds a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Nearing, is a homeschooler with five kids who was homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Nearing, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Nearing. Hey, everybody. It is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy, and I'm here once again for another episode of Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. And I'm so glad you're listening to our podcast. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Today, we are going to talk about actual life skills. And I know that this seems probably so pragmatic and and just really basic, but I do think it's really important, especially as our kids get older through junior high and high school, as they get ready to launch, to think about some of the pragmatic life skills that they're going to need. And this ties in so much to soft skills. These are practical skills that they're going to need in order to really take care of themselves as young adults. I want to talk about six areas that your kids are going to want to think about and have skills developed in before they launch, um, whether they go to college or or to an internship or tech training or whatever. And those areas are food, shelter, location and work, money, health, and transportation. So let's dive in and talk about those six areas. Let's start with food (laughs) because we all have to eat. And you all know that meme that goes around homeschool circles that is um, Frodo and Sam talking about second Z's and third Z's and, you know, homeschool families eat because they're home all day and we all eat together and cook together and shop together and clean up together. But let's talk about what all goes into that and how to train our kids so that they're really adept at taking care of food in their life. So having food available to you is not just a matter of shopping for it. It's about planning for it, budgeting for it, shopping for it, cooking it, cleaning it up, putting away the the leftovers, reusing the leftovers. And it's a whole thing. (laughs) I always say, um, I, you know, I don't think anybody quit homeschooling because the actual homeschooling, I think people quit homeschooling because homeschooling while you're trying to keep your house clean and cook for everybody is really is really like just, it's so much. And I think providing for a family, especially um, with today's um, rising costs, just providing enough food that is healthy can really be a challenging. So how do you, how do you teach your kids about how to eat? Well, I think it really starts with what are good food choices and really understanding health and nutrition as a building block to energy and life and really thinking about how you're going to eat in your own home and, and the kind of choices that you allow your kids to make while they're under your care. So one of the things that we did years ago, years ago, I think, I don't think we've ever really done it is have soda in our house. And I know that can be really controversial, but because of a, a medical condition that I have, soda causes tumors. And so that was just never anything that or or soda contributes to tumor growth. Let me say it that way. That was something that we never had in our house because I have a propensity towards that. And so why why ingest something that's gonna cause um, obvious problems down the road? But the research on soda is pretty clear. It's not good for anybody. 
Um, and so that's just one simple example. But then how do you how do you deal with vegetables? How do you deal with protein? What kind of proteins are acceptable in your home? And those kind of things. The kosher food laws, the Jewish, the Orthodox Jewish community has in place might be a good place to start. Maybe not. A lot of us um, might deal with celiac disease or lactose intolerance. And so there's so many kinds of diets and it can almost be overwhelming to really sort through them all. But I would say have a really good discussion with your kids and probably several of them as you're talking about food choices and the foods that you decide to eat in your home and then how to cook them. Um, cooking is, can be really fun. I love that quote on Kate and Leopold, where he says, without the culinary arts, life would be abysmal. I'm, I'm probably misquoting it, but it was something like that. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and I think that's really true. Cooking can really bring a lot of delight to our, our lives and sharing a really well-cooked meal around a table with people that we love, um, where the settings are, are nice and, um, and it's a time of relaxation and conversation and laughter it can really feed our souls as well as our bodies. So cooking can be a real art form. I love the show Chopped because they give everybody these bizarre ingredients and say, hey, go to it. <laughs> the stuff they come out with is amazing. Um, you don't have to get that complicated or complex, but I do think everybody needs to know some basics of cooking, um, how to add a fry, how to boil how to make basic sauces. Um, I always like to give our kids the joy of cooking as a gift at some point in their life. And um, it has all the basics in there. And if you just go through it by the month or whatever, you can really come up with a lot of a cumin in the kitchen. Um, so the Esborn has a really great beginning cookbook too. There's other ones that are just phenomenal. And I would say, just make that part of your, your life skills. I mean, teach your kids how to make a fish salad and grilled cheese sandwiches if you eat bread and all that kind of stuff so that they can actually feed themselves. Budgeting is a whole thing. I mean, really how to find the best bargains for the most nutrition is really like an art form in and of itself. And you can get so much stuff online delivered to your home right now. And you can do drive up shopping. There's so many options, but really teaching your kids how to comparison shop for food is really an important life skill, especially as they go on as young adults, because most of us have grown up in homes where we've just had food available to us and the kids aren't really aware of how much it costs a week or a month. And especially if you have certain dietary restrictions or needs, it can be very expensive. So teaching your kids how to budget for food can be really helpful, especially as they're learning to cook. And then don't overlook the fine art of cleaning up and putting away food. Um, we really always tried to like clean up right after dinner because waking up to messy kitchen is kind of discouraging. Um, I need to get back to that. <laughs> True confessions here, but also um, just help help your kids develop and establish routines in their life. The liturgy liturgy of their day can be really helpful to them and the rhythms of their life. Um, just as far as like planning cleanup is is such a skill. Um, but also how to use up leftovers because more food is thrown away by leftovers. Um, I, I don't know the stats on it, but a lot of it is. And it's a great way to stretch your budget if you use up leftovers creatively. Um, and I also, we really have done not necessarily the once a month cooking, although we did do that for quite a while, but um, we always over make, like if we make a roast, we'll make a bigger one and then use the leftover roast for fajitas or soup and that kind of thing. So really 
how to plan your time and budget your time as you cook too, especially if you have a busy family or obviously you're a working homeschool mom. So don't overlook your kitchen helpers like an Instapot or a crock pot or a blender and invest in those tools because they can really save you a lot of time and money. All right, so that's food. We could just talk about food for the rest of the year. Um, let's talk about shelter really quickly. And this is really about how, again, to budget and plan for the place that you're going to live in. How much does it cost? What what other costs are associated with it? Like waste disposal or internet service or phone service. How are you going to secure a mortgage or a loan for a house? You're going to do a VA loan or are you going to save 20%? And if you're going to save 20%, how are you going to do that? Also how to do simple home repairs. Um, we had a house fire in 2009 and we really learned a lot of home repair skills during that year following. We learned how to drywall and how to lay brick and how to um, lay tile and grout. And it was um, it was really hard work and, and a bonding time for sure. And we refinished floors. My husband cut all the trim, six inch and 12 inch trim for our entire second floor all by himself and, and put it in the windows and the door frames and the whole bit. And it was really it, it was satisfying work. I wouldn't say it was really super fun work, but it was fulfilling. And knowing how to do some simple things in your home, like drywall can save you literally thousands of dollars. Knowing how to do simple plumbing repairs or electrical wiring can really, um, not only can you save money on your own home, but you can hire yourself out a little bit if you wanted to do that. So there's a lot of things that go into taking care of shelter. Let's talk about vocational work really quickly. This has to do with your kids' interests and passions, paying bills, how they're taking care of themselves as they do vocational work. So stress management and self-care. Um, there's a lot that goes into understanding who you are and the job that you want. Now, in America, we have so much freedom to make all these choices on our own. And that can almost cause decision fatigue and overwhelm because it's like, how do you even choose? So at True North, we do offer a career exploration class, which is excellent. The kids do some self-assessments. What are their interests? What are their skills? What do they like to do? What's their personality? And then they pair that up with Holland Code, which lists like thousands of different career options and opportunities. And that is a great way for your kids to really understand who am I? What is the world going on? What's going on in the world? And how do I interface with that? So I would suggest for sure, for sure, in high school, have your kids doing a career exploration class, at least at least a beginning one. We do offer a six-week class that is using What Color Is Your Parachute this summer. And then we have a full year, full-length class that really dives deep into all these things. That class was one of the classes my daughter said changed her life in high school because it really gave her some unique um, focus and perspective on what she wanted to do in life. So don't overlook doing a career exploration class. Um, as parents, we often have a really good sense of what our kids are good at, what their skills are, what kind of jobs would be good for them. But as kids, our kids don't always want to listen to us and having a class like that give them some perspective um, that can be really helpful and useful to them and save them literally tens of thousands of dollars on a degree or advanced training that might not be necessary especially with the rising cost of college. I talk about this all the time. You guys know what you're probably sick of me saying it, but really consider the return on your investment for college costs versus what the kids are going to have at the end of it. Um, that's a whole thing, but you can listen to the rethinking college podcast or the, the um, post uh, 2020 
um, and college cost podcasts that I have. And go check out the blog at trenorthamschoolacademy.com because we have lots of articles on college there as well. And again, I am not anti higher ed. I'm all for it, but just make sure that you understand what you're getting and what the investment will be and the deregulation of the student loan companies and how that all works together and really have some hard discussions with your kids because it can set them up for success or abject failure for the rest of their life. Okay, moving on. Money. <laughs> Actually, that was a great segue into money. Money, money, money. Um, how to budget it, how to earn it, how to spend it, how to give it, and how to save it. In my experience, some of us are really good at some of these things and really bad at others. So some of us are really good at budgeting, but not really good at giving, or we're really great at spending, but not really good at saving, or we're really good at saving, but we struggle with, um, with budgeting really overall. And so I think budgeting is really a key here because budgeting really helps you and your students understand that they're stewards of money. And that money isn't theirs necessarily, especially coming from a faith perspective, that money is something for them to steward. And so how are they going to steward it well? Who are they going to give to? Who are they going to save and what for? How are they going to save and what for? When is it wise to spend? A penny saved um, is a penny earned, but you can be a penny wise and pound foolish, right? So sometimes it you save money by spending money. And it's good to be able to evaluate that. Um, we learned that the hard way when we were rebuilding our house from the house fire, that sometimes saving money and doing it all ourselves wasn't the best use of, of our time or resources, and we lost money in the end anyway. So really helping your kids understand that there's a time and a place to spend, and there's also a time and a place to, to save, and how are they going to earn the money? Um, there's really, they're entering into the gig economy. Hey, we're already in the gig economy. So if they end up in a vocation where they go from gig to gig, gig, they might make exceptional money at each gig, but are they going to have health insurance when they move? Are they going to have vacation days when they move? And how are they going to manage all of that? And of course, money goes beyond just earning and spending. We're talking about insurance. We're talking about um, liability and all those kind of things. So in taxes, of course, um, a lot of kids, when I did, when I taught the career exploration class a few years ago, the kids were so curious about taxes and they really felt like it was a negative thing. Um, they know their parents didn't like paying taxes. They were kind of afraid of the term. When I pointed out that taxes are the reason why you can get on a road in Washington state and travel across the country safely um, and securely all the way to Florida, that's thanks to taxes, right? The military defending our country, thanks to taxes. If you have a house fire, the, the firemen come thanks to taxes. And so giving our kids a good understanding of what taxes are and how to pay them can be really super helpful. Um, okay. So let's talk about health really quick. Again, this is a stewardship issue, how to keep it. Um, you know, I talked about soda just earlier and I just think soda should be the first thing to go in your house. If you're really trying to build your health, because there's so many um, negative things that can happen as a result of drinking soda and just just a quick Google search will show that, but there's other things that you can do to simply steward your health. And that has to do with your overall health, physical, mental, social, and spiritual. And taking into account yourself as a whole being made in the image of Christ is really important for your kids as they're learning to steward their health. So how to keep it and then how to build it. Sometimes our health is damaged by an accident 
Um, sometimes it's it's damaged by um, an insect, like like uh, West Nile or Lyme's disease. Sometimes it's um, it's damaged by environmental things. I mean, there's all sorts of ways that our bodies can be damaged or fall um, or or other things. So how do we rebuild our bodies after we've had an assault on our bodies? And the same for ourselves physically and spiritually and socially as well, because we can all um, incur damage to those aspects of our life. And how do we rebuild ourselves? Um, How do we rebuild our mental health when we've gone through a pandemic? How do we rebuild our spiritual health when we feel like God um, God has let us down? How do we rebuild our our physical health when we've been in an accident? These are important discussions to have with our kids because when we're young, we feel like we're invincible and we are going to have our health for the rest of our lives. I, when I was, when I was 17 and 18, I went on a month long backpacking trip in the Hyuntas. You can read about, or you can listen to the podcast on it. It was an amazing month. I had 60 pound pack on my back and we went into a wilderness area in Utah and we didn't see other people for 30 days. And I rocked it. Um, I was in the fast group. I was in the group of other people struggled. They put part of their stuff in, in my backpack. I was strong. I was fit. I was healthy. I could go faster. I could do harder. I mean, it was great. It was so much fun. And I don't think I could do that at this point because you don't always keep the health that you have when you're young. And so I, I think these are really important and valuable discussions to have with your kids. Age is determined by mobility, eyesight, and mental acuity. So those are three important things to talk about and think about as you're discussing health with your kids. How do they manage and maintain their mobility, their eyesight, and their mental acuity? Um, I want to briefly, briefly touch on um, internet usage and digital detoxing. I think um, digital detoxing is going to be really important and a valuable skill for your kids to learn to maintain and manage their mobility, eyesight, and mental acuity. <laughs> and you can take um, you can take a digital detox break once a week. I would recommend that, like a whole day with no with no um, electronics in your life, at least every month or quarter. But talk to your kids about what that looks like and the importance of it. And then let's talk about transportation. Um, how are you going to get around? If you're in a big city, you've got buses, you've got public transportation, you can walk so many places. We live in a rural state um, in the middle of nowhere. So there's no way public transportation is going to get us where we need to go. And so obviously cars are the answer at this point. Um, I think there's other options coming probably soon. And so, but how are you going to think about budgeting for a car Um, How are you going to clean your car? How are you going to maintain your car? Um, How are you going to maintain your car tires? How do you know when your car needs help? Um, Who do you call if you break down on the side of the road? And all those kind of questions. And actually, let's go even more basic than that. Driver's ed, how are you going to learn how to drive? Um, And I know that there's homeschool driving programs in our state. Our kids just had to had to log so many hours and then take the test. Um, and so also just really thinking about how to keep themselves safe in a car, drinking and driving, being on your phone while you're driving, all those kind of things are really important discussions to have with your kids. And what does it mean to have a designated driver? Are you willing to be a designated driver for them? Also texting and driving. 
um, and and just really pointing out to them that th- this is a fact. People drop, people die when they text and drive. So these are hard discussions to have with your kids. You don't want to talk about death with your with your kids necessarily because they're full of life and energy and health and wellness and grabbing the world by by the coat skirts and going for a fun ride. And that's awesome. But really helping them survive, <laughs> it's really going to be important to them. So have the hard discussions. Um, so those are those are some life skills that it would be really important to think about um, incorporating into your clean and teens high school career. And again, they are food, shelter, vocation work, money, health, and transportation. If you're looking for some great classes, True North Homeschool Academy does offer life skills as an actual class. It's a year-long class. We actually go over life skills that your kids are going to need to know. They do a personal budget. They talk about taxes. They talk about transportation. They do a cost of living project. They think about um, what kind of job they want to have, how much money they'll make, and what they can afford at the end of it. It's really a great class. Our career exploration class obviously focuses on really deciding and determining some options for careers. It doesn't pigeonhole the kids, but it gives them a lot of life choices. Some of the assessments are really interesting in that class. Um, My daughter took the quiz and it said, you would be great as a translator, as an author, as a teacher, or as a mortician. (laughs) She's kind of a comedian, so she had a lot of fun with that. But the thing that I liked about that test was that it gave the kids options that they might not have thought about otherwise. And that is so helpful. It also looks at who your family is and what are the skills in your family. In our family, we have an awful lot of teachers, pastors, and psychologists. In fact, we have many psychologists in our family, which it's kind of unique to have one, but we have psychologists and therapists. And so having the kids look at who their family is, what are the skills in their family? What does your family know naturally can really help set them on a path that could be really fun and utilize who they are. Um, we also um, have personal finance at True North Homeschool Academy. This is a super important class. And again, they do a cost of living. We have several classes where they do cost of living um, analysis, and that is in the life skills class, the personal finance, and the um, economics class. It's okay if your kids take all three of them, because honestly, there's so much more in those classes, and they are so rich and robust, and that's just one little piece of it. And I'm, I'm coming from probably a classical pedagogy where repetition is really important and repetition is really the mother of learning. So even if they do it once or twice or three times, it's not going to hurt them. They're just going to get better at understanding what budgeting is and how to be a really phenomenal steward of of the gifts that they have. Um, We also have a health class, a full year health class taught by an RN. And this is a really important class. It's taught from a Christian perspective. So they're going to talk about how, again, how to steward your health, how to rebuild it. If you've had some issues, they're going to talk about lifestyle choices. And this is going to be a really great class. Um, It's very project-based. Your kids are going to really be able to dive in deep to areas that interest you. They're going to look at some nutrition and um, mental health issues and those kind of things. So we offer some great classes that hit all of these life skills that your kids need to know and understand as they launch into young adulthood. So excited to have you here with me again. It's Lisa from True North Homeschool Academy. Check out the website, truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. We offer six-week summer classes, and those are starting in June, a 10-week summer clubs session. They'll start mid-May and go through July 15th. And then our fall classes will start August 22nd and go for 15 weeks in the fall and 15 in the spring. You can register for those classes now. 
Again, we have clubs, um, 12-week clubs in the fall and 12-week clubs in the spring. These The clubs are low cost. You can have up to three kids take three clubs every um, trimester, and they're interest-based, a lot of fun. You can use them for the transcript if you want. Um, again, the clubs are open for registration for both summer and fall, and we hope you check it out at blackhomeschoolacademy.com. I will see you next time. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy, and I just want to remind you that you can find all of our classes and clubs, testing, advising, mom's membership, and more at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. We do offer live online, dynamic, interactive, small group classes. So when your students take classes with us, they're not in a they're not in a Zoom room full of 100 people. We keep our class sizes small so that the students get to know both the teacher and their fellow students. We um, use a lot of different technology to make the classes dynamic and interactive, including presentations, projects, breakout rooms, virtual whiteboards, and more. Um, we like to say that we use time-tested educational pedagogy coupled with cutting-edge technology to bring the best educational opportunities to your students in, in the privacy of your own home. We do provide syllabus and grading for all classes. Um, clubs are more relaxed, so we don't provide syllabus or grading for those, but you can certainly use our clubs for the transcripts, and we'd love to help you know how to do that. Stay tuned this year, 2022, for some exciting new um, classes and clubs being offered by True North Homeschool Academy. Um, we're also going to be offering an honor club, dual enrollment, and so much more. We are honored to partner with you as you homeschool your children. Again, check out truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com and thanks for listening to today's podcast.